Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. you and me in eternity the winner takes it all Oh, oh, oh. 
Hallelujah. A warm, wonderful, awesome welcome to Fire by the Fireside, your favorite Sunday morning church service, especially in the pandemic. I bring you warm greetings from our father, our prophet, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. I also bring you greetings from Bishop E.A.T. Saki. And um, I bring you greetings from all the other pastors of the Kadesh and um, Bishop Isaac. Thank you so much for being a strong help and support to all of us. And this morning, we are continuing with our series. We started some weeks ago on the determinants. As um, I've been preaching from this book, wonderful book authored by Bishop Daggyward Mill. But before then, let us share a word of prayer. Father, I ask for the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon us, to bless us, to speak to us. Let us hear your voice behind our right ear saying, this is the way, walk down in it. I pray that you will instruct us with your eye. Let your Holy Spirit speak to our hearts this morning. Rasuke paluse makaliandelebe. Ah, Lord, misoki loki meshekata. I pray for everyone hearing, Lord. Let our lives never be the same again. Let the determinants guide us to the place where you want us to get to. Places of peace, fields of pleasantness, green pastures, still waters, restored souls, souls, paths of righteousness. Father, I thank you that you anoint our heads with oil, that our cups will run over, that goodness and mercy will follow us because we believe in and we allow the teachings of the determinants to guide our lives. Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Wonderful. So, today we are continuing from where we left off. Um, We began from... Ecclesiastic chapter 9 verse 11 if we will turn together let's let's read it together Ecclesiastics chapter 10 chapter 9 verse 11 Ecclesiastics 9 11 King Solomon this is the wisest man speaking he said I returned or I considered or I looked back or I analyzed and I saw that on earth that the race is not always to the swift though the swift win races there are some situations where it is not the fastest who wins nor the battle to the strong because the strong win the battle but i'm sure that you can see that in this um, pandemic it's a very 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 small virus that seems to be winning then he said neither yet bread to the wise so bread we stand for provision which stands for wealth usually goes to wise people because the bible says that in the right hand of, of wisdom is riches in an honor wise people usually become rich <laughs> but sometimes there are some wise people who are not rich i had a friend who was telling me that um his father is like a family head of their family and he has a lot of account proverbs you know and whenever there's a dispute not just in the family but even in their clan they leave the village and come to him in accra to settle their disputes for them and when they come he will give them all kinds of proverbs and you know people even come from europe who have problems to come and seek him for advice and to settle disputes but his father is poor (laughs) he's wise and when he told me, I said, ah, if I was your father, I would charge for consultation. It's true. Because you might be able to turn your wisdom into riches. Hmm. So there are situations where you may be wise, but you are poor. And you also find out that there are some very rich people who cannot be said to be wise. Hmm. <laughs> Then he goes on to say, but riches usually go to men of understanding. People who have deep knowledge. And the last time I was sharing with you that those who understand, who have a deep knowledge of how viruses 
work and how viruses are transmitted they are the ones who are developing vaccines and they are developing antibodies and they are developing curative medicines to fight this um, um corona this new coronavirus covid 19 you know and by their and by the depth of their understanding they will all become multi-millionaires because of their understanding of how viruses work even though you and i also we know of some few viruses hiv you know we know that hiv is a virus and a few viruses here and there but our understanding is not deep so it doesn't lead us to become rich from it today i'm going to the next one it said that nor yet favor to men of scale having a scale leads you to be favored and having favor causes you to become promoted to become well there are advantages of um, having skill all the rich people in this world have skill i mean we all play soccer what does it mean to play soccer to play soccer means that there's a ball in front of you and you are able to kick it with your leg and the ball goes once you can do that you can play soccer huh. that's the foundation now after that depending on your level of skill in hitting the ball it will determine whether you are paid two hundred thousand pounds in one week or whether you remain as a poor man playing soccer by the road depending on the level of your skill and it says that favor goes to men of scale it is extremely important if you are going to do well in life to be a skillful person in everything that you do it is not good enough to be skillful in one area the more skills you have in more areas it determines the longevity of your finances that is why many sportsmen who are extremely rich in the prime of their one scale to play soccer because they are not able to develop other skills like financial skills after they retire they all become poor many sportsmen basketball players soccer players american football players baseball players chess players they all become poor or not all many become poor after they retire because they only had skill in one area but they were not able to develop skill in many other areas and the more areas you develop your skill in the more you'll be favored the richer you will be it is actually said that every millionaire has more than five streams of income amen what does it mean to be favored number one to be favored means that you are liked or approved for someone or something you are liked you are approved by someone someone likes you but why would someone likes you or why would someone like you someone would like you because of something you do for the person that nobody else can do for the person or many people can do for the person it will cause you to be favored number two to be favored means to show a preference for someone you prefer someone to another person you know and you see i tell people that you know when you are relating with human beings let me give you some advice never think that human beings are principled people no human beings are emotional people we are led more by our emotions our emotions determine what we do more than the principles that are supposed to govern us the principles are good but how many of you watching me have not done things that you know you shouldn't do because you wanted to do it irrespective of um, the principles yeah so when you are dealing with people and you want to be favored you want to be chosen never think that by obeying rules and laws no <laughs> try to do what will elicit an emotional response from someone to make the person like you that is what will cause you to be favored and you because the person will prefer you to the other person who doesn't do what he likes number three third definition of um, favor it means to be chosen <laughs> when you are favored you will be chosen and when you are chosen 
it means that you've been favored you've been selected from among the other people but you ask yourself now, why if there are 10 people why should you be selected and not another person it is because you stand out among the other people because of a characteristic that you have that the others do not have that is what the bible says that favor goes to men of scale Eleven people playing soccer. You know, when you see them playing soccer together, never think that they are all paid the same. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Those who are playing, some are indispensable. Can't you see that some players are easily changed by their coach? But some players will play the whole 90 minutes. Some of the players too, after they've scored about four or five goals, and it is clear that the, that the team is going to win their match, the coach takes a decision that this favored player, let me remove him to protect him so that he can rest for the next game. Or let me remove him so that he will not be hurt. So that he's, but there are other people who are not so skillful, not so favored. The coach says, ah, even if they break his leg, there's another person on the bench who can play as well as him but for the person with great skill he is protected for the person with great skill he is preserved so you must make sure that you are somebody who is a skillful person if you intend to do well in life why do you think that the presidents of most countries are protected because we have favored them to uh, to elect them to the high office of president so we protect them but the less important you are the less you are protected hmm. but i see god protecting you Amen. hallelujah Amen. you see even with god the bible says that precious or favored in the sight of the lord is the death of his saints precious it's not everybody who easily dies you know i heard of a story once that um pastor benahan was traveling in a plane private jet small plane with about 18 people on board and the fuel got finished you know don't be surprised i have also been on a plane where the fuel there was no fuel in the plane before but uh, as benahin was in that plane in the middle of the night with no fuel in the plane god woke up an old woman and said pray for pastor ben he didn't say pray for the other people in the plane oh. <laughs> yeah there were other people in the plane but one was favored and god woke up the woman and said pray for benihim so she woke up she didn't know what was going on began to pray for benihim and when the plane crashed benihim can you imagine a plane crash benihim was the only person who survived i mean imagine the world without benihim for the last 20 years the world would be a different place hallelujah so may god cause you to be favored because of your skill so what we should know is that so what does it mean to be skillful or what does it mean to have a skill number one a skill is the ability to do something well not the ability to do something but the ability to do something well how well you do something determines whether you'll be chosen how well you can score a penalty determines whether you'll be chosen how often you can score goals in impossible situations you know there are some soccer players who can score impossible goals i don't watch soccer much i watch more basketball you know but you see that in basketball when it comes to the crisis of the match the two teams are at the same score three seconds left for the match to end there is always a particular player always every team has a particular player who is supposed to be the one to take the last shot or the last throw that will determine whether the um, team will win or lose it is always a particular player who is given that great responsibility because of his skill to be able to shoot a ball to enter the basket in the most impossible of situations 
and guess what the salary of that one person is equal to the rest of the four players <laughs> yeah your skill will cause you to be chosen your skill will cause you to be rich amen so it is not just that you can do something but try to do what you do very well you will always be chosen and i see god giving you skill so you'll be chosen in jesus name number two what does it mean to have a skill to have a skill means to be an expert in something it will cause you to be chosen to be an expert in politics will cause you to become the president i mean when i look at the president of ghana how he talks taking decisions about the coronavirus you can see he's a politician doing his work well it's caused him to be chosen if you play soccer <laughs> your ability to be an expert in playing the soccer will cause you to be chosen you will see that also in soccer that's a good i mean sports is easy to use you know when you are a football player that you may not be able to play well you may even be an old man but you will see the coach that when it is time for penalties sometimes they substitute a player at the end of the match <laughs> his only job is to score a penalty you see so you'll be favored when you are able to be an expert in something those who are experts in science experts in medicine there are some doctors if you are dying you go to them some other doctors if you want to live avoid them <laughs> yes yes but all of them are doctors you know um one day i met a doctor in kolebu he's a pediatrician one of the best in the world i mean he can leave ghana go and do one surgery in south africa and return to ghana so good so good he's an expert in what he does may you develop skill to become an expert in what you do while you are being denied a visa to travel he's just going to do one surgery and return to ghana number three what is a skill a skill is a particular ability that you develop through training and experience that is useful <laughs> in a job useful you see entertainers entertainers are also the same the more skillful entertainers they've been able to develop their skill through training practice through experience that is why you know it would surprise you many people you see singing and are, and who are popular are usually hard workers they go to the studio in the morning work till late in the night but you don't see that part but they are hard workers they try a bit the beat doesn't work they do something different they try to sing in a way it doesn't um, work they try another way till it comes out as a beautiful song amen so through learning through experience and through development you will be able to have a skill that is useful amen, amen. i heard a few um days ago weeks ago that the government in kenya had given the musicians in kenya millions of that of dollars to sing because they say there's depression in the country from the coronavirus so the musicians should sing so that the people will be happy i mean maybe they also have a point but i can also assure you that not all musicians in kenya are going to get some of that money it is the skillful ones who've developed their skill sometimes you if you have to not be so wise and then you can appear to be skillful because you know i think the way singing is if you are very wise you cannot do it well you know when i look at the unbeliever musician sometimes you have to act like you are mad so that people say wow the guy is good he's mad you know the whole world is upside down you see them their hair you can see that like they are mad men it's like the crazier you are the more popular you are and then the more known you are the more liked you are uh-huh so if you are too wise you may not be so you have to see it's also a skill to develop to not be so wise i don't know but that's what i see it looks like if you have too much sense as a musician you can't do well i don't know <laughs> so now let us go into the teaching for today what will skill do for you your ability to do something well you know if
if you are a husband be a husband well yeah if you are a wife be a wife well you know it was don't you find it surprising that those who are married seem to be more liked than those who are not married it's because they have a skill that has gotten them to be married and jesus christ said unto him who has shall more be given yeah <laughs> number one your skill will cause you to be chosen so that's why you need to develop a skill so you'll be chosen and i see you being chosen and chosen and chosen and chosen again as for these four children daniel 1 17 god gave them knowledge and skill god gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom and daniel had an additional understanding in all visions and dreams so you see daniel had an extra skill that the others didn't have that is why daniel is more popular than the others because of the additional skill he had that god gave him now at the end of the days that the king has said they should be brought in before him the prince of the eunuchs brought them in before the book and the king communed with them the king spoke with them the king conversed with them one of the skills to develop is conversational skills your inability to commune and to communicate and to relate will not cause you to be chosen yeah you know in um now i heard a proverb a few i uh, days ago i was struck by it say that a shut mouth is never fed <laughs> a shut mouth is never fed that means that if you don't talk you won't eat <laughs> yeah and the more you talk the more you eat a shut mouth is never fed the king communed with them and among them all was found none like daniel hananiah mishael and azaria therefore they stood before the king therefore they stood before the king listen they were not the only people to be examined i'm sure the other people also learned the same thing and all did well but the bible says that when the king spoke to them communed with them as they were talking in a group these four stood out because of the skill also of communicating that god gave them and they were chosen to stand before the king hallelujah the elevation of daniel and his friends came because of the skill that they had number two your skill determines whether you will build a house or not <laughs> your skill your ability to do something well will determine whether you have a house or not because you see to build you need building skills second chronicles chapter 2 verse 7 send me now therefore a man skillful to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in iron and in purple crimson blue and that has skill to work with cunning and skillful men that are with me in jerusalem and judea whom david my father did provide send me also cedar trees and trees from lebanon because i know that your servants have skill in cutting the timber of lebanon and behold my servants shall be with your skillful servants they imported people from another country they were expatriates paying in thousands of dollars why because of the skill they had I'm sure there were other men in Lebanon, but they had no skill. So they were not chosen as expatriates staff. Of course, we all know that expatriate staffs are paid far more than local stars. Hmm. Why were they chosen? They were chosen. The Bible is clear. They were chosen because of their skill in cutting timber. As, as you are watching, I want to ask you, what skill do you have? That is probably why you are not being chosen, even though you are praying. Listen, we have not seen prayer in any of these scriptures. It's a skill that determines being chosen. So stop. I feel that one of the problems of Christians is that we pray too much. Yes, and after that we do nothing. But the Bible says, faith, which is prayer, faith without works is dead. After you finish praying, what have you done to cause you to be chosen? 
if you don't agree with me i'll just give you a very little experiment to do the next time you are going to write an exam pray hard when you get to the exam room lay your hands on the question paper pray that god will help you to have 100 percent the angels will go there as soon as you finish praying put the question paper upside down and sleep and see whether you get the hundred percent that you've been praying for amen first so much of that 16 verse 23 we see that david the bible says was skillful in playing the harp skillful in playing the harp that is how come he was chosen to come to the king's palace it's not because he killed the bear he didn't come there was no bear in the king's palace it is not because he killed the lion there was no lion in the king's palace it was not even because he killed go liar there was no giant in the king's palace he went there because he was skillful in playing the harp like i said at the beginning the more skills you have will determine how often you will be chosen amen, amen. psalm 33 verse 3 once again you see the bible says play skillfully upon the harp play skillfully sing skillfully no i sing but i've never been chosen for my singing i'm telling you the only time i attempted to join um the choir i was sacked from the choir i'm telling you a true story <laughs> we were doing they were organizing an interhouses um choir competition in achimota school so they said all the juniors should join the house choir it was compulsory so i joined and you won't believe what happened after a couple of rehearsals i was asked to leave the choir <laughs> i was asked to leave the choir because if i remained in the choir the house could lose the competition i'm telling you so i was sacked from the choir and i think i developed a certain inferiority complex for singing so i never sang again i was always afraid of singing then when i got to the university i was the chief elder so i said oh now nobody can sack me so one um, all night prayer meeting we had i decided to teach a song because now i'm in i'm the pastor of the church so i taught a song we sang it at the all night and i thought it was very powerful you know i remember the song but you see once again i'm shy to sing it because i don't know whether you you will continue to listen to the preaching if i sing so anyway we um learned the song in the all night we all sang it we prayed it was very powerful so friday night we came to church on sunday when we came to church i said oh let us sing the song we sang um on or we learned on friday night the whole church was quiet so i said oh don't you remember the song the whole church was quiet so i turned to the keyboardist i said stop playing the song he wasn't playing so i went to him I said ah what is going on then he told me that i don't know the key they said no but we sang the song on friday then he told me that when you taught the song you didn't teach it with a key oh i became discouraged again it's like the whole church has um assessed me that my singing is so bad that it can only be live singing it cannot be sung again after i've taught it so i became discouraged again but then a few years ago you know one day i was having my quiet time i was praying and god said i want you to now lead worship in the church look it is one of the most difficult and one of the most exciting things i've ever done now i had to learn you see one of the things that um, a skill is is a particular ability that you develop you develop it to develop means you work at it through training and experience you train yourself you work hard you see the problem is many people are lazy you know i was reading an article about them um, two of the greatest basketball players of all time michael jordan who's alive and kobe bryant who died a few weeks ago and with both of them they said that when they were younger and they tried to play basketball they were always rejected and never allowed to play so they took decisions that they are going to improve themselves until they became who we know they are household names but all these were people who developed it you see let us put our laziness aside what did i do when god said lead prayer 
I took very popular worship songs and I would play them for hours and memorize the words. I don't speak tree, but the best gospel songs are tree. So one, one of the local languages in Ghana. So I took the songs, sang them for weeks to learn the words, learn the rhythm, learn the instrument in my mind. And then I formed a group of uh, people who would assist me in worship. But I saw that all good worship leaders have assistants. All the time I tried to sing in the past, I was singing alone. And it didn't work. So this time I took a group. And you couldn't imagine the number of hours we would have worship rehearsals on Saturday night. Then Sunday morning, we would go to church and repeat. Look, we could repeat one line of a song 20 times until we got it right. Oh, yes. And Sunday morning, you should have seen the presence of God in church. But you see, it was developed. It was learned. Effort was put in. You know, so I want you to, if you are going to be chosen, you cannot expect that it would fall on you like leaves from a tree. No. The Bible says that don't be lazy. Be a follower. <laughs> Laziness is the number one thing that will cause you not to develop your skill. But I see you developing skills in Jesus' name. To build a house, ha, you would need to learn how to outthink people who want to cheat you. You would need to learn how to use common sense. You see, it is not by going to school that we build. It is by wisdom and thinking that we build. Amen. And I see you developing building skills so that you'll be chosen to build in Jesus' name. Number three, skill, your skill is determined by humility and a determination to learn something new. Humility and determination. Like I said, I have to humble myself. Take songs I've never sung before. But that I know that this is what, you know, one of the worst things to do is to try to lead a worship song that nobody wants to sing. <laughs> yeah. You will regret it and you'll be discouraged. You will be the only one singing it. The best worship leaders, they don't even sing new songs. They take old songs and re-sing them again. And everybody listens to them. First Kings chapter 5 verse 5. Your skill is determined by your humility and determination to learn something new. And behold, I purpose to build a house unto the name of the Lord my God. As the Lord spake unto David, my father. Now therefore I command thee that you hew me down cedar trees out of Lebanon. And my servants will be with your servants. And unto thee I will give a salary for thy servants according to all that you will agree with me. Now look at this. It says, For thou knowest that there is not among us any that has the skill to cut timber like unto your people. You see, the first step is to know what you are not. The first step is to know what you are not. Many people don't know what they are not. We all like to assume that we are something that we are not. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was transferred to the Kadesh, where I am now, serving as a pastor. The first thing I told myself was that I have never pastored such a big church before. I have never pastored such a significant church before. I have never pastored a church with a beautiful church building before. Never. That was the first thing I told myself. The first thing I told myself was that I am not qualified. I don't have the ability to be here. Then the second thing I told myself was that I have to now learn how to be a pastor in a big church. I had to be humble. That was the first thing. And then I told myself that so your vessel needs to change. And those who know me and are with me tell me that they can see that I've changed. One of them told me that she, she can see that I've become very gentle. You see, the way you pastor a small church is different from the way you pastor a big church. No. You see, so the first step is humility. Sometimes we are too proud and our pride blinds us. We cannot even see that we are not what we think we are. And so you will definitely make mistakes. I can see that my preaching has changed. My behavior has changed. Everything about me has changed. 
because I now have to be humble and I have to be determined to learn something new. Last, last year, I um, decided to start a new church in a classroom, empty classroom. What was the first thing I did? I've been a pastor for many years, but I said, look, I'm embarking on a new journey. These were the words that came to my mind. I said, I'm going to humble myself before the book Mega Church and the chapter How to Start a Church. I told myself, I'm going to humble myself before this book. I have preached it more than 2,000. It's, it is the chapter I preach in pastors' conferences around the world. I've written exams on it. I've taught from it. I know the book from cover to cover, but that is not the point. Knowledge puffs up. Knowledge puffs up. It's not about the knowledge that you have. It's, it is about the spirit that is controlling you. So I told myself, I'm going to humble myself before the book. So I took the chapter, How to Start a Church. Point number one count the cost then i said look i'm in this nice air-conditioned church i'm going to leave it to go to a classroom do you understand what it means your nice congregation you are leaving them number two recruit pillars i went to recruit people who would be with me i took the book point by point by point i humbled myself before the book then finally i told myself that look the fastest growing church in the world is the first love church that's pastored by bishop daggyward mills i'm also going to humble myself and go and learn how to make your church grow quickly what did i do i went to look for some of my former church members that i have even been their pastor before in the past but i went to humble myself before them i said look teach me what you are doing there so that i can also make my church grow and they taught me most most of them had been my church members and i was their pastor they sit down and i preach but this time i went to them to learn from them and they taught me when they taught me and i started the first sunday we were 33 second sunday 52 third sunday 77 fourth sunday after one month we were 124 by humbling myself that's, that's the first step to develop a skill. You humble yourself and tell yourself that I don't know. I don't know. If only you can tell yourself I don't know. You do very well because you see, the Bible says that those who are full, God has sent them away empty. <laughs> when you say that, you know, God, God will not help you at all. He said, those who are full, he has sent them away empty, empty, empty. They were thinking that they were full, not knowing they were empty amen without humility you can't develop a skill it would amaze you that i don't like talking i'm a very quiet person i'm a very private person i don't like cameras i don't like being on media i don't like facebook i don't like instagram i don't like any of these things but for the sake of my work i had to change i had to learn how to be on social media and all these television things I had to learn it. I had to humble myself and learn it. And I don't think I'm doing too badly. <laughs> Number four, we are closing soon. Your skill determines the quality of the music you have in your ministry. Second Chronicles 34, 12 and 13. It says, And the Levites were the sons of Merari and the other of the Levites who had skill in playing instruments of music were made overseers <laughs> in psalm 33 verse 3 says sing unto the lord a new song play skillfully skill not just play but play it skillfully you know <laughs> god it is true that god likes our voice but god likes a beautiful voice as well amen somebody who has put in some effort to make his voice sound well and I see you putting in some effort to make your voice sound well. Number five, your skill determines how successful you will be at war. First Chronicles 5:18. And the sons of Reuben and the Gadites and half the tribe of Manasseh, valiant men, men able to bear the buckler and the sword and to shoot with bows, who were skillful in war. 
skillful in war you know life is a fight life is war the bible says that the life of man on earth is a warfare the bible says that we should fight the good fight of faith whether you are going to do well or not will be determined by your skill how well you can live life one day i saw a brother and you know i told him that you are making a mistake why did i say he was making a mistake i said you are making too many people hate you <laughs> you are right you are right but too many people hate you it will not go well with you you see one of the things one see that's why the book a good general by bishop that he would melt it's an important book for everyone to read you see one of the things he teaches is that a good general avoids foolish fights a good general picks his fights you must be able to know that this fight i cannot win it leave it sometimes the way to win a fight is to surrender <laughs> yes that's how you win the fight look there's a popular saying not in the bible but there's a say that he who fights and runs away lives to fight another day because the other day you may have gone to strengthen yourself and then come back but fighting today ah, you lose amen so you need to de- in the ministry you need to develop scale you see coronavirus is upon us churches cannot meet at all all over the world a pastor's skill in having his church services online will determine how much or how well his church will survive your skill in being able to engage with invisible church members in being able to engage your church members virtually being able to get invisible people to give money one pastor said that when the people are sitting in church they don't give offerings how much more when they are sitting at home (laughs) you see your ability to get somebody who is sitting at home to give an offering to make him understand the importance of giving an offering will determine how well your church will do that's the that scale in this war will determine how well you do whether you will live or die in this coronavirus also determines on your skill at war what is the war? the war against the coronavirus will you wash your hands will you stay at home do you understand that the virus can be transmitted through air so wear a face mask it will all determine whether you'll be successful at the war against coronavirus and how well you come out of it do you know the needs of people now are you responding to the needs of your church members what public statements are you making i mean one of the things that bishop shared with us in the art of leadership is about the fact that you should be careful with your public statements what you say in public can destroy your ministry and i've known pastors who one thing they said in public has affected them greatly because of the skill that is needed what are your statements if i take the president of ghana you know he was given the first statement he made on the coronavirus and he just made a brief statement that we can revive the economy again but you cannot bring a dead person back to life all the presidents in the world said that ah this is the statement we've been looking for that you can bring economy and economy back to life again but you cannot bring a dead person back to life again so let's lock down the country finish you see what what you say in public will determine see it is a skill public speaking is a skill there are people who are motivational speakers and all that they do is to talk in public i listened to a speech that um, the former president of america bill clinton gave once 45 minutes he went to give a speech in um, harvard university i tell you the man can speak hundred thousand dollars speaking for 45 minutes it's a skill <laughs> number six last but one point your skill determines whether you will be called for selected or chosen first i want chapter 16 verse 16. let our lord now command thy servants which are before thee to seek out a man who is a skillful player on the harp 
and it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from god is upon you he shall play their harp skillfully with his hand and thou shalt be well you see you should understand that every boss wants to be well and if you can develop a skill it will cause you to be sought out for you know in the secular world they there they are even a group of people who are called head hunters head hunters you know there are some jobs you don't apply for you cannot apply for you you will not even know it exists you will not even know there's a vacancy but for certain high profile jobs there are people who are actually sent around go and look for somebody who can do this job that is where your scale now will set you apart amen whether you'll be chosen as a wife you know unfortunately it's women who are chosen you know so if you are going to be chosen as a wife you have to develop skills that will cause you to be chosen and after being chosen you have to develop other skills that will cause you to be maintained because you can be chosen but you will not be maintained one day i went to church and i've been telling the people who dance when you are dancing smile because once again like i was telling you i go to learn from the first love church i noticed that all those who stand at the front to dance they dance sorry they smile those who dance at their back most of them don't smile i've been i've been looking at them and one day i asked one of the dancers that why do you smile because you can dance without smi- smiling why do you smile because i noticed that all of them in front smile why do you smile and she explained to me when she explained it to me i was shocked at the explanation i know you want me to say it, but i don't say it <laughs> so i went to my church and i told the dancers smile they wouldn't smile smile they wouldn't smile, smile. They wouldn't smile. and one day i went to church and i was very you know, whatever as the dancers were dancing i saw one of the girls she was on the second row she was smiling as she was dancing suddenly i turned and said who is that girl who is smiling as she is dancing but all those in front were not smiling very hard face that though they were angry but one girl was smiling can you believe that because of her smile i said what does she do they said she's a student she's pay her school fees buy her provisions to go to school anything pay her transportation to school for the last five years she's been taken care of because she smiled that's all that's all the only thing i know is that she smiled one day she even back slayed left the church has come back but that smile is what has kept her provided for there's nothing that she lacks in church because of a smile you see once you are working with someone and the person says i like this i don't like this be careful because that is what will cause you to be chosen last week i was talking to one of my dear um daughters who is going to get married and i was asking her that when i go to get married have you done your counseling she said yeah then i told her that i also want you to come for counseling with me there are two things i need to teach you one of them is this and then the other one i told her that the most important thing in marriage for a wife is to make your husband trust you and then she told me my counselors didn't tell me this i said don't worry about your counselors i need to teach you how to make your husband trust you in proverbs 31 that woman that one of the things the bible said that in the heart of her husband that safely trust in her <laughs> yes number seven our last point for today your skill determines your sudden elevation sudden elevation sudden elevation look you know like i told you yesterday as we were praying when you mature in life you will learn that nothing about your life depends on you where your promotion will come from the meeting at which your promotion or demotion will be determined you will not be there (laughs) yes i can tell you that the meeting the discussion where the decision for you to be promoted or demoted will be at you will not be there (laughs) joseph daniel david the same 
when they were discussing to seek out david a man skillful in play with they david was not there <laughs> when belteshazzar saw the handwriting on the wall couldn't interpret it and they told him that there is a man in your kingdom in the days of your father nebuchadnezzar light was found in him whatever daniel was not there when the butler was telling the king when i was in prison there was a man he interpreted my dream for me he's still in jail call him he will interpret for you joseph was not there where you will be promoted from you will not be there but your skill your developed skill your shown skill ability to dance ability to preach ability to govern ability to take wise decisions ability to do impossible things your ability your skill that you develop in how to do things well will cause you to be suddenly promoted and i see god suddenly promoting you in the name of jesus the skill that you and that is why people tell their children go to school why do you go to school you go to school to develop skills that's all amen so i want us to pray as we come to the end of this service stand to your feet in your room every standing every standing everywhere every standing every standing pray for yourself for skill in the name of jesus the bible says that god gave them skill in the second service the bright fire service i'll be teaching you also on how to develop skills how skills come lift up your voice pray thank god give me skills lord more skills in the name of jesus more skills in the name of jesus i lift up my hand i humble myself i pray i say lord give me skills like you gave daniel and his three friends your words say that and god gave them knowledge and skill i also pray lord give me skills give me skills more skills many skills different skills various skills a multitude of skills a myriad of skills lord mashukaya multifaceted skills in the name of jesus so that i'll be chosen i'll be called for i'll be promoted never ending promotions that in the mighty name of jesus i pray if you are watching me now you've heard this word you are watching with someone someone invited you to watch this program but you know in your heart that you are not born again you want to say pastor please pray with me i want to be born again this morning as i've heard your word i've heard the preaching i want to surrender my life to jesus i want you to say this prayer now the bible said that if today you hear his voice harden not your heart this is an opportunity i told you um yesterday about a friend I know her 21 year old girl she died suddenly she was normal she woke up in the morning helped her mother was playing with her sisters went to the room to rest because in the corona there's nowhere to go you rest you work you work there's nowhere to go she just went to sleep they found her dead you can also die you are you are not better than her she was very healthy smallish girl healthy died age of 21 you can also die but death or dying is not what is important what is important is that when you die where will you go to heaven or to hell that is what is important so if you want me to pray with you to be born again the only way to go to heaven is to be born again you want me to pray with you i want you to pray this prayer with me say lord jesus this morning i surrender my life to you I receive Jesus, I receive Jesus as, my Lord as my Lord and my personal Savior. And my personal savior. Say, Jesus, Jesus, come into my heart, come into my heart. Today. today. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father please, write my name. please write my name. Then you mention your name. Say, please write my name, write my name. In, your book of life. in your book of life so that when I die, so when I, die I will come to heaven. Say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, please come and live in me, please come and, live in and, help me, and help me, strengthen me, and strengthen me to live the life of a Christian, and to live a life of a Christian all the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you said this prayer, I want you to call or WhatsApp 
these phone numbers they will call you back and get back in touch with you and pray with you and help you they follow you and establish you in god hallelujah